how you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chav Beis, Daf 22. Friends, yo friends, yo friends. Um, Chaver, today's a Gavaldiga, a Gavaldiga, um, today's a Gavaldiga Gemara. Gavaldiga Gemara. Uh, it might be a little slow. It's, it's not an easy Gemara. It's not, it's not Yavamas. It's, 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 you see, the thing with Bava Kama is, what, what I think is okay about Bava Kama is like, these pages are big, these pages are slow. They've been taking a long time and stuff, but they're like conceptual. They're slow because it's like, you're trying to understand things, you know, is it like this or is it like that? Or you're trying to get down to the bottom of things and ask them questions. Like, you really have to grapple with, 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 with concepts in Bava Kama. It goes slowly because of, because of conceptually. But then, of course, Yevomis, on the other hand, is just going to drive you crazy. So, so I think that that's the thing with the uh, Bavakama. Everything is always, you know, it's the Yevomis litmus test. You know, you know, is it Yevomis? That way, that's what it, you know. But it's not Yevomis, you know, or like, or like, oh, this is Yevomis. I don't want, uh, you know, avoid. Yevomis is the litmus test. Yevomis is the litmus test. So, Bavakama, you know, it, things aren't easy. Bichlal, they're not easy. But 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 you work you work through them on a conceptual level. Okay, enough uh, enough uh, um, uh, stalling. Uh, I really do need to jump into this daf. It's not the easiest daf, but but again, it, like it's a good daf. It's it's you you know you got it's a conceptual daf. Now that I've got everybody very very excited about the concepts, let's delve in. Hakelav shenotol uwa. So we're we're at the scenario of the hunt. A dog is a hunt. A hunt, with the scenario of a hunt that um, that took a, a biscuit, and the biscuit was 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 cooking on uh, on uh, coals, and the hunt took the biscuit, and there was a coal on the biscuit, and he uh, takes the biscuit over to some place to eat it. It's right next to a pile. Well, the shaila is exactly what it, what exactly is is the mitzvah. But Batsim, there there's a biscuit, there's a coal. He eats the, 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 the hunt eats the biscuit and then the, the, the pile gets lit on fire. And, you know, so the Mishnah had said that, that for the biscuit, the owner of the dog, uh, we'll call him Ruvain. Ruvain owns the dog. Um, so, so Ruvain is going to have to pay Nezek Shalim for the biscuit. But for the pile, um, or seemingly the pile, it's going to be Chatsi Nezek. So here we go. So now says the Gemara, Itmar, Omar, Isho, Mishum Chitzav. This is the big conceptual machlokas of today's daf. Rabbi Yochanan says that we treat a, a, a fire as, um, as, as an arrow. We treat a fire as an arrow. And uh, Rishlaki says we treat an arrow as your money. What does that mean? It means that, well, conceptually, a fire, you kind of light in one place and then it goes and spreads to another place, right? So kind of like an arrow, you shoot it in one place and then it goes to some other place. So, so <coughs> Rabbi Yochanan says that Isho <coughs> um, Kechitzav, that his fire is like an arrow, that it's, you know, it kind of spreads and has a life, you know, it moves to some other place, it goes to some other place. Um, Rishlakish says, Isho Kimamono, that his um, uh, flame, his fire is like his money, right? It's, it's no different than is uh, right than an ox that right that causes damage, right? Just like a person's ox causes damage in his chayv, a person's fire causes damage in his chayv, 
we're going to see the different, basically now the whole, now, now that we've kind of like established the machlokas, basically the whole daf is going to be understanding different nafkaminis and, and kashas and, and all sorts of things. Different conceptual things and, you know, we're going to work through it. That's basically how today's daf is going to go. So again, Itmar, we stated, Rabbi Yechanan, Omar says, Rabbi Yechanan, Isho Mishum Chitzav, that a fellow's flame is like an arrow. Vishlakish Omar, Isho Mishum Mamono, Vishlakish says that a fellow's flame is like his uh, money. Now, Vishlakish, my time, Loma Kab So now, how come Vishlakish says that a flame is like money, is like, is like his property, uh, and not like uh, an arrow? So, Omar Lach, so Vishlakish will respond, Chitzav, Mikocho ko'azle ay lav mikocho ko'azil. So, um, Rishlaka says, well, there's a big difference between a flame and an arrow. An arrow will go as far as basically you determine it will go, right? I Meaning it's your strength, right? You pull back on the bow a little bit, it'll go a little bit. You pull back a lot of it, it'll go a lot of it, right? It's be'etzim, your, your, you know, your control, right? You're, you're shooting an arrow at a target, like the, the whole, you know, the trajectory is something that you determine, it's, it's your koach. That's not the way it works with the flame. You know, you light a flame and then it entirely takes a life of its own. As long as it has fuel, it will continue to spread far and wide on its own. It's not your koach. So Rishlaki says that that is a key difference between a uh, an arrow and a flame. And therefore, says Rishlakish, I do not agree with Rabbi Yochanan. And I hold that in a, a flame is not like an arrow. So again... Whereas a uh, arrow um, is a um, is a um, uh, a a result, I guess, of of his strength, um, reflection of his strength. Um, you know, it comes from his koach. Hi, lav which is not the case by flame. Flame just kind of takes life of its own. My time alone, Krishlakish. How come Rabbi Yechanan, who says that it's that that isho kichitzav that that it is like an arrow? How come he does not hold like Rishlakish? How come he does not hold that it's mamono? Amalach, because Rabbi Yechanan responds, mamona is be mamoshe, always be mamoshe. That uh, uh, property, right? Your cow, for example, has mamoshes. It has mass. You know, I could touch it. I could I could work with it. Mashiach uh, came with fire. Fire is you can't like you know, pick it up, you know, you can't just like pick up the flame. It's like you could put your, you could, you could slide your hand right through a flame. Like it doesn't have, you know, I, I don't know exactly what the scientific way to describe it is, but it, it doesn't have mamoshes. I guess that would be the more yeshivish way to describe it. A flame doesn't have mamoshes. Does that, does that, does that work to satisfy the, uh, the uh, Babylon Talmud uh, definition requirements? A cow has mamoshes. A flame does not have mamoshes. It's not. Okay, so, 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 Be'etzim, that is the machlokas between Rabbi Yechon and Rishlokish. Rabbi Yechon says, Isho Mishum Chitzav, and Rishlokish says, Isho Mishum Mamono. Let's go weiter. It's not. We learn in our Mishnah. Hakelev Shinoto Chrar Chule. So, a, a hunt took a, a, um, biscuit. Okay, and he eats the biscuit, lights the pile on fire for the biscuit. Um, it's a nezek shalim for the uh, fire on the on the 
pile it's chatzin ezek. So bishlam lemanda amar isha mishum chitzav. So I understand Rabbi Yechonon's position that isha mishum chitzav that it's like an arrow chitzav dekelev who da 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 da. So assuming that the scenario is like this, Shimon is making biscuits. Ruvain's hunt goes and steals a biscuit. Connected to the biscuit was a coal. The hunt goes and 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 sits down next to this pile to eat the biscuit. The hunt eats the biscuit. The coal ignites the pile. The pile then lights on fire. And we're saying that Ruvain needs to pay Shimon uh, um, completely, right? Nezek Sholem for the biscuit that the dog ate. Um, um, also, by the way, this all, of course, has to be in Shimon's Rishos, right? Because it's, right, right, Shane is, is Rishos Nizak, not Rishos Arab. So, so, okay. So, so Ruven needs to pay Shimon for the biscuit, that's Shane, Nezek Shalim. But then the coal lit the pile on fire. And we said, so the dog, Be'etzim, the hunt, lit the pile, the pile on fire. So it's the, it's the arrow, so to speak, of the hunt, which is Be'etzim Tsroris. Which is Batsim Tsroris. So, uh, so, so when it comes to, uh, Tsroris by a person, right? Adamua the Olam. A person is always going to be Nezek Shalom. There's no concept of Chatsi Nezek Tsroris by a person. But there is a concept, as we've learned, a, 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 a concept of Chatsi Nezek Tsroris for an animal. For an animal, for an ox, in this case, a hunt. So, in this case, the, the, the hunt, Cause, right, lit the, lit the pile on fire. So it's the, it's the chates, it's the arrow, if you will, of the hunt, which is Batsim Tsroris. And Chatzinezek Tsroris is Chatzinezek. So that, that, I can understand, therefore, why it would be Nezek Shalim for the biscuit and Chatzinezek for the pile, because it's Batsim Chatzinezek Tsroris. So that's if you say that Isho Mishum Chitzav Elamanda Omar Isho Mishum Mamono. But if you say, Dag nabit. Okay, I think that this shouldn't be. Every why does that happen? If my phone is on airplane mode, I feel like it shouldn't inter. I shouldn't be getting notifications. Drives me nuts because then I always think that it like messes with the recording. You know what? I could probably just turn off notifications for Google Calendar. That's probably a good idea. But if you say that isho mishum bamono. That, that it's be'etzim like his, uh, that, right, that your flame is like your money. Well, then whose flame is it? It's not Ruvain's flame, it's Shimon's flame. So it's Shimon's flame, right? It's Shimon's coal, right? Ruvain's hunt took a, uh, a biscuit with a coal from Shimon's barbecue. So it's Shimon's flame. It's not Ruvain's. Why, why should Ruvain have to pay? Right, so again, right? So, if you say that fire is be'etzim like your money, so whose fire is it? Not Ruvain's, it's Shimon's fire. So, the flame doesn't belong to the owner of the hunt, doesn't belong to Ruvain. So, why should Ruvain have to pay Chatzinezek? So, so Rishlakish will respond. And here, what are we talking about? Here, what's the, what's the case? So the case is not, according to Rishlakish, the case is not like we described it. Rather, the Ajayaduye, it's talking about where the hunt, so the hunt took the, the, the biscuit. There was no coal attached to the biscuit. So the hunt took the biscuit 
Okay? And then, and ate the biscuits. Yishayim Nezek Shalom for the biscuit. And then, the hunt threw the coal and it landed next to the pile and it ultimately lit the pile on fire. So the Al-Kharare Mishalim Nezek Shalim. So for eating the biscuit, Ruven is Chayv Nezek Shalim. Now, the Al-Makom Gacheles Mishalim Chati Nezek. The Al-Gadish Kula Potter. Do you hear that, friends? Do you hear me? Do you need me to explain this to you? I, I imagine that you do. So the hunt through the, 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 the coal. The place where the coal lands, so the hunt basically damaged that place. So now either you can, you can uh, 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 visualize it as chatzinezek tsroris, right? That, you know, the hunt through the coal, so it's like tsroris, and therefore you're, it's your chayv chatzinezek where it lands and caused damage where the coal landed, chatzinezek tsroris. Um, alternatively, it's mishuna. It's strange for the hunt to throw a coal, so therefore it's chatzinezek, you know, uh, of, of that. But, um, because it's Mishuna. But, um, 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 what he's chayv chatzinezek for, according to Rishlakish, is just the place where the thrown coal lands. And then when the coal ignites the pile, well, Isho Mishumamono, right? That's the fire is Shimon's, and, and so Ruven's not chayv to pay him for that. So, 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 so again, so, so let's read that again. So, Amalek Rishlakish, Rishlakish will say to you, Achab Maeskin, what are we talking about? Avir Da'adya, Aduya, the hunt through the call. Da'al Kharari, Mishalim Nezek Shalim, that on the biscuit that the hunt ate. So, so Ruven is Chayav Nezek Shalim. Da'amakum Gacheles, on the place where the call landed, Mishalim Nezek Shalim, Ruven has to pay Nezek Shalim because it caused damage in that place. But, Val Godish Kula, but then on the, on the rest of the pile, that 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 got caught on fire from the coal. Isho Mishumamono belongs to Ru, to Shimon, and therefore Potter Reuben doesn't have to pay anything. Rabbi Yochanan, but Rabbi Yochanan who says that for the biscuit uh, Reuben pays full nezek, and for the pile Reuben pays chazi nezek. Well, because Isho Mishum Chitzo, uh, well he holds like we initially explained the ancha anuche al. That the that the um, uh, coal was attached to the uh, biscuit, and therefore the hunt took the biscuit and put it down, and then um, ate the biscuit, and then the 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 coal lit the pile on fire, which is bats in the tsroros of the kelev. So then al harare ve'al makom gacheles mishalim nezek shalim. So Yochanan would say that for the biscuit and for the place where the coal was put down and caused damage that way. He's responsible for Nezek Shalim, Val HaGadish, um, but um, for the uh, Gadish, for the fact that the fire spread like an arrow, then the, then it's Troros of the Kelev, and Mishalim Chatsi Nezek, he pays half damages for that. Wow. I told you, Cheve, it's a, it's, it's a Geval Gadaf. It's not like super hard, right? But it's like, it's conceptual. You got, you got to think it. You got to use your noggin. Take out your brain. Toshma, come in here. Gomel, ton pishton. Oh, this is gewaldig, Why is this gewaldig? Because, what's today's date? I don't know, it's probably like, so for me, it's probably uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet. So, it's Dalet Kislev. Which means when you're all going to listen to it, I reckon it'll probably be, I don't know, maybe the 11th of Kislev. Be'etz, so two weeks before Hanukkah. 
Betzim, this is this is one of the I think it's one of the few I think Hanukkah Gemara is a Taka comes up Masech the Shabbos in my Hanukkah, or at least in in the in that in that parak Bomei Vadlikin. So so mentions Hanukkah. So apropos, Tanur Rabbanon the Rabbis taught no Tashma come here Gomel Tone Pishton. So a um, camel that um, oh so a camel has some flax on it. The other Bishus Arabim. And it's walking in Rishis Arabim, and it's got flax loaded on it, and the flax is sticking out on either side of the camel. If the flax got into one of the stores over there, and the flax lit on fire because the, the store owner, the shopkeeper had a fire in his store, and then the flax of the camel Ignited, Vihidlik is abir and lit the whole, the whole building on fire. Balgomul chayev, so the owner of the camel is going to be chayev to pay for the building. Hiniach and vani nero mibachutz, but if the shopkeeper uh, left his candle outside and the flax got ignited from it, chenvani chayev, well then the shopkeeper is going to be chayev. Rabbi Yehuda Omer ben Nechanika Potter. Rabbi says, but if it was Nechanika and he had it outside for Pesum Enisa, that's a different story and the Chavani would be Potter. Fine. Bishlam al-Manda Omar Isho Mishum Chitzov. So I understand if you say that your fire is Isho Mishum Chitzov. So in this case, the camel owner's uh, camel uh, lit, you know, Betzim got the stuff caught on fire and, and uh, the camel owner is responsible for that. So, Chitzav Degamalhu. It's Betzim, the Chitz, it's the arrow of the camel and the, and, the, and the owner of the camel needs to pay. But if you say, Isha Mishum Mamono, so whose flame is that? It's the shopkeeper's flame. Why should the camel owner be chayef to pay if it's the shopkeeper's flame? The fire does not belong to the Camel owner, it belongs to the shopkeeper. Why should the camel owner be chayv? Amalech v'shlakish, v'shlakish will respond. Hachav ma'eskinah, what are we talking about? Well, you're right. But in this particular case, you know what happened? The camel, after igniting the uh, 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 flax, it started running all over the place, lighting the whole place on fire. So it was pushing, damaging the entire place by lighting it on fire. But it's not like it was like a fire that spread. Like the camel caught, it was responsible for all the damage and therefore the camel owner is responsible to pay. Yach, if that's the case, Ema Seifa, if we go right in the Bryce, it says, that if the shopkeeper left his uh, uh, candle outside, then the, then the shopkeeper is owner. But but if we're talking about where the camel, camel is running around damaging everything in sight or damaging the whole building, so why, why, why should the uh, shopkeeper be chayv? Ultimately, it's the camel that's causing all the damage. Bisha omda. What's talking about with the camel, the camel was standing put. So it wasn't, you know, messing everything around. But omda v'sichsecha, kol shekein dechenvoni potter u'balgomol chayv. But once again, if it's just, just standing there and like moving things around and, and, and causing damage, well then certainly, the owner of the camel should be chayev for that because he should have moved the camel away. 
Well, it's talking about where the cannibal stopped because it was taking a pish. So therefore, the the owner of the camel couldn't move it, and the whole thing caught on fire. It's the shopkeeper's fault because his candle was outside. So Reisha Bal Gomel Chayv. So in the in the Reisha, it is the owner of the of the camel who is Chayv Lo Iboyle La Afushe Bitina because he should not have put on so much flax on that camel that it caused this the situation. A Sefer Chenvani Chayv, and in the Sefer it is the shopkeeper who is liable to Lo Iboyle because he should not have put his candle outside in the Rishu Sarabim. Toshma, come in here. Hamadlik is agodish. V'hayegdi kafuslo v'eved samuchlo v'nisraf imo chayev. Eved kafuslo v'gdi samuchlo v'nisraf imo potu. Who can tell me what this means? There is a pile. Pile of stuff. I don't know, sticks. Pile of stuff. And tied to the pile is um, a, 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 a goat. And there's also an Evid right next to the pile, but the Evid is not tied to the pile. A guy lights the pile on fire. The goat gets cooked to death. And the Evid should have run away, but he didn't and he died. So he's not chayv for the Evid. The Evid should have run away. But he is going to be chayv to pay for the pile and for the goat. Now if it was Fakert, if the Eved was tied to the pile and the goat was not, so in that case, um, he's not going to be chayv to pay at all because since the Eved was tied to the pile and he lit the pile slash Eved on fire, um, he's chayv for murder. And since he's chayv for murder, he's not going to be chayv to pay for the for the. Um, for the pile, and we say also, he wouldn't be chayv to pay for the goat either. Now, let's read that again. So Tashma, come in here. Hamadlik is agadish. If somebody lights a pile on fire, by a gdi and there was a goat tied to the pile, and the goat couldn't escape, the evid samuchlo, and there was an evid near the pile, and the evid should have run away. Vinisraf imo, and I guess everything got all burnt up, the evid, the goat, the, 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 the pile. Chayev, so he doesn't pay for the Evid because the Evid should have run away, but he, he needs to pay for the pile and for the goat. Evid kafuslo If the Evid was tied to the pile and the goat was near it, vinisrafimo and everything got burnt, potter, so he's going to be chayev misa for killing the Evid, but he's going to be potter for um, the goat and the pile because of kamle vidrabmine, which means that we apply the more stringent punishment and since he's chayv misa so we don't you know he doesn't also have to you know start paying money he's got capital punishment that is what he's going to be punished with he doesn't have to pay the other people back so i understand if you say isho mishum chitzav that your that 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 your fire is like your arrows so yeah i understand why we say come right in, in the second case when when he lights the pile on fire and the Eved that was tied to the fire dies. So we say that the, the, the person who lit the pile on fire is Chayv because he basically, you know, it's as if he would have shot the Eved to death with an arrow. He's Chayv. And therefore he's Chayv Misa and Kamle Bidrab Mine's potter for the goat and for the pile. Mishumachi potter. That's, that's why he's potter for the goat and for the pile because of Kamle Bidrab Mine. Elo. 
But if you say that a flame is like your property, so basically the damage that was caused by your flame is basically the equivalent of the damage that would be caused by your ox. Now, what's the halacha if a fellow's ox kills an evid? You're not chayv misa for that. You have to pay 30 shekels. But you're not chayv misa. So shouldn't I also be chayv for the pile and for the goat? So am I potter? Why are you potter for, if you say, isha mishumamono, why are you potter for, 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 for the pile and for the goat? Ilukato tore avda, if his ox would have killed the evid, would you say that you're not high for those other things? Of course not. If your ox killed this Evid, you'd be high to pay 30 shekels for the Evid, and you'd also be high to pay for the goat and for the pile. So Amalak from Shimon ben Lakish says, Shimon ben Lakish, here what are we talking about? Well, in this particular case of, of, uh, of, 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 of fire, it's talking about where the person, Mamish, you know, it's not like a fire that spread and killed this Evid. He Mamish, like, torched the Evid to death. He just pushed, he murdered the Evid. So that is not Mishumamono, he's just a murderer. Right? It's not like his ox killed the Evid. No, he killed the Evid. And therefore, we do have Kamle Bidrabmine and Yechayev Misa for, you know, torching the Evid. Um, but you'll be Potter for the pile and for the goat. Yeah, if that's the case, my lemeimer. Well, then what's the chiddush? Obviously, we say kamli b'dirav mine. He murdered an eved. Yeah, he's gonna be chayv misa for that. He's gonna be potter for the for paying for the other things. So let's see how the chad the eved chad. Well, the chiddush here's the chiddush, friends. The chiddush is that the eved belonged to one person and the gedid belonged to somebody else. So e- so even though he's chayv right, so he's chayv misa for uh, murdering the eved who belong to, you know, one person, I might think that since the Gidi belongs to somebody else, so maybe I'm, you know, I'm Chayv Misa for what I did to this guy, maybe I should, I should be Chayv Mamun for what I did for the other guy. Say, so, no, since it's Chayv Misa Bichlal, he doesn't have to pay um, for the goat, even though it's to a separate party. All right. Toshma, come in here. Hasholech You've seen this before, that if... Um, Let's just call him Ruvain. Ruvain sends a um, flame, a fire, with a cherish, a shaita, a cotton. Not a, not a wise thing to do. Potter midine odom chaybidine shemaim. And then, sure enough, uh, a big conflagration, you know, spreads. Right? It causes a big fire. Right? Ruvain sent a flame with a cherish, shaita, a cotton, and now all of a sudden a fire breaks out. And of course, does damages. So we say, while, um, so we say, look, Yechayev Bidine Shamayim, like, you know, that was extremely irresponsible and you caused a lot of damage. They're not going to be very, you know, they're going to be upset with you in Shamayim. But in, 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 in sort of, in like, you know, legal courts in this world, you're potter because, you know, you, you, yeah, we can't, we can't charge you for anything. Okay. So, so I understand why we can't charge you for anything if you say like Rabbi Yochanan that a flame is like an arrow. Well, whose arrow was it? Wasn't wasn't Ruvain's arrow? It was the Cherishot of Cotton's arrow. They're the one who ultimately lit the thing on fire. It's their arrow. So yeah, Ruvain is going to be Potter. So Chitz of the Cherishu, the the arrow was the Cherishes, not Ruvain's. Therefore, he's Potter Bedine Adam. El Lamanta Amr Yishem Mishum Mamono. But if you say that the flame is like his money, 
Well, then I don't care that it's the Cheresh who did it. It's his flame. He should be Chayv. We learned on, uh, I think we said Dafyud, I think she says, that, um, was it Dafyud? No, what does Rashi say? Yeah, Dafyud. That if a fellow sends his ox with a Cherishot of a coin, he would be Chayev. So here also, if, um, a fellow, if Ruvain sends this flame with the Cherishot of a coin, if you say, Isho Mishum Mamono, so then sending a flame with a Cherishot of a coin is no different than sending an ox with a Cherishot of a coin, so you should be Chayev. Why are we saying Potter Bidine Shemai, Bidine Yodam? So, Ha'itmar Allah, so, we, we talked about it, Amr Shlokish, says Shlokish, Mishmei Dechizkiyo, Loshanu Elo, Kishemaser Lo, Gacheles Velibo. That when we say that, right, that he's Potter, he's Potter when, when he's Potter when he sends a coal with the Cherishoy Tevikotin. Because in that case, the coal is kind of like, you know, coals are going out, right? If you leave it alone, it'll, it'll just kind of go out. The Cherishoy Tevikotin then reversed that by fanning it and made it into a whole fire. So since, so, so, so Rishlakish explains that when we talk about being potter, when you when Reuven sends the flame with the Cherishot uh, of a cotton, he's talking about a coal that was on its way out, and then the Cherishot of a cotton, you know, fanned it. In that case, he would be potter. But if Reuven sent an actual flame with the Cherishot of a cotton, which is basically the equivalent of sending a, um, a, an ox with a Cherishot of a cotton, meaning in both cases, it's like ready to damage, right? As opposed to the coal, which is like on its way out, the, an actual flame is like an ox. Both are kind of ready to do damage and you shouldn't, it's irresponsible to send it with a Cherishot of a cotton. So then, Chayev, you would be Chayev, uh, in both case, right? Both by the ox as well as by the flame in that case. My time out come, Baria Zeka, because in both cases, um, um, you know, both by the flame and by the ox would be Baria Zeka. Um, and um, you'd be chayv in both cases. Fine. Rabbi Yechon and Omar, Afidu Shalev is potter, whereas Rabbi Yechon says that even if you send the flame, ultimately um, the right, Ruven is going to be potter because Kasavar, Tzavsa, the Cheresh, Kagarim, because ultimately um, it is the Cheresh um, who is lighting the thing on fire and it's, and it's his arrows, and therefore Ruven is um, a potter. Lomachayv ad demosule gavza silta vishraga. Ruven would only be chayev if he gave him like a flame and like, you know, some wood to start it with, then that would be like super irresponsible and then he would be chayev. But short, short of that, he would be potter. Okay. On my Ravit, says Ravit, that there is a verse as well as a brysa that support Rav Yochanan's assertion that Isho Mishum Chitzav. Kro, the verse is, the Pasuk says, that if a um, flame goes out, right? The Pasuk says, right? What does the Pasuk say? Kisei Eish. shalom shalom If a flame gets out, so then the arsonist, I guess maybe you could say, Needs to pay. I don't know if that's the right word, but the person who makes the flame needs to pay. So kiseitze eish, when an eish goes out, goes out on its own, like a like an arrow, it spreads. So teitzem yatsma goes out on its own. Shalem yishalem amavir sabeiru. We say 
right? The, the igniter of the fire needs to pay. So we see that that the, the that a flame is like an arrow. Shmamina So we see a flame is like an arrow. Masnisa and the brisa is the Tanya as one of the brisa that that same pasuk. It's basically the same thing as we just said that that pasuk. Pasach akasuv benizke mamono. First it talks about his property that it kind of goes out on its own. But then it talks about how he himself made the flame. Lo to, to, to say to you that the flame that kind of spreads on its own like an arrow um, um, is um, is um, is 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 for that because Abaye asked the following question. So friends, as I got up to this part of the Gemara, my Chavre Elchonon Klingman came over. I was learning this uh, part of the Gemara, and I hear from outside, I hear a sroll. I was like, oh, Elchonon. So I opened the door, and there he was, and he came in, and, 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 and I told him, we have to finish, we have to finish the sugya. So we finished the sugya. We finished the sugya. So, 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 um, oh, oh, so Bayas Gavaldagakasha. He asks, he asks the following Gavaldagakasha. Oh, there's a halacha, it's come up before, I believe, that, yeah, yeah, it's definitely come up before, that, um, if a, a flame burns like a pile and in the pile is hidden other stuff, so he's putter for the other stuff in the pile. Now here's the thing, if a fellow shoots an arrow and it hits something that he didn't see, something hidden, he's chayev for that. That's going to be a problem. On the one hand, when it comes to shooting an arrow, you're chayev for the, for the putter stuff. Um, uh, you're, what? You're chayev for the hidden stuff. And when it comes to a, um, a, um, a pile, when it comes to a pile, you're going to be what? I don't know what I just said. I got distracted about something. That when it comes to an arrow, you're going to be high for the hidden stuff. Yeah, when it comes to a fire burning a, a pile, you're going to be putter for the hidden stuff. But if we say that fire is like an arrow, then it should be the same halacha as an arrow, which is that you should be high for the hidden stuff. Mm-hmm. So again, Amarava says, Rav Abaya, the following question. If you say that a flame is like an arrow, well then, Tamun Ba'esh, that when the Torah says that something hidden in a pile and gets burnt is potter, how could it be potter? Because if you say that a flame is like an arrow, it should be chayv. V'nichale, and Abayi answered, Well, for example, if um, uh, there was a fire in that, um, like in like a certain courtyard, and the courtyard was closed, and therefore the fire was be'etzim contained. So in that case, like it's, like, it's like the arrows are not traveling anywhere. There's like no more arrows. So if there's no law, it's no longer going to be, con- okay, now let's go weiter. V'nafla gadar, but then the fence falls down, shalom achmaz deleka, unconnected to the fire, it just falls down on its own. V'halcha v'dleka, v'zika b'chatzer, Acheres, and then it and then it travels some other place and causes damage. So in that case, it's nothing to do with with, with arrows anymore, because when you lit the the fire, 
it was contained and the, so the, the, the metaphorical arrows weren't going to be going anywhere. Then the fence fell down, the fire spread and went somewhere else. So in that case, he's going to be potter for the stuff that is hidden in the, in the, pi, in the pile because it's no longer like an arrow anymore. There's like no more arrows anymore. If that's the case, but if that's the case, then yeah, you shouldn't be chayev for the uh, stuff that's hidden, but you also shouldn't be chayev for the stuff that's not hidden either. Shouldn't be chayev for anything. Right? I mean, if we're saying that what happened was the fire was contained, but then the fence fell down and it traveled, and I guess it was an onus, it was like, to- whatever it is, like in that case, you're not going to be chayev anymore for the hidden stuff, but you shouldn't be chayev for any of this stuff. Interesting. So rather, this is a big deal. It's a big line. Rabbi Yochanan who says, he actually holds both. Or let's say, if you're a shlokish and you say, you only say, but if you say, it's in addition to, which means therefore, that even in a scenario, such as the scenario that we just gave, that the fire was contained in the chatzar, and therefore, at the time that you made the fire, the you know the the arrows were contained. But then the fence fell down, and the fire spread, and therefore it has nothing to do with arrows anymore. But Rabbi Yochanan would still hold isho mishum mamono though, and when the fire spreads, and and burns down this 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 pile. So then still the, the halachas that would apply, like Rish Lakish learns, right? The halachas that would apply for Isho Mishum Mamono would apply at the, would done, even though Isho Mishum Chitzav, the arrows are no longer relevant, but Isho Mishum Mamono is still relevant and you're going to be chayev to pay for the, uh, exposed stuff, but not for the hidden stuff. Uchigonim, for example, Shayelo Ligojo Vlogidra, if he had an opportunity to have been able to fix the fence, but he didn't, the Hosom, that in that case, Shoro who Vlotafach Ba'ape. That at that point, it basically becomes the equivalent of if a fellow has an ox and he brings the ox into the barn, but then he doesn't close the door. He was negligent. He didn't close the door. The ox went out and damaged. She's going to be chive. So here also, if he had an opportunity to have fixed the fence, but he, he, he neglected the opportunity, he didn't fix it, and then it went and spread and it caused damage, he's going to be chive, but he's only going to be chive for the visible stuff of the pile, not the hidden stuff. In the pile of So now, if you say that Rabbi Yochanan who holds of Isha Mishum Chitzav, at the end of the day also holds Isha Mishum Mamono, so what's the Nafkamina? My Benayu, Kibenayu, the Chayvo Ba'arba Advarm, the difference is the Chayvo Ba'arba Advarm. That, um, right, meaning in addition to Nezek, to pay Tsar, Sheves, Ripo, and Boshes, so, so those additional things are only when a, a, a fellow damages another fellow. That's where those, all those things apply. Not if a ox scores a fellow. So um, if you say isha mishum chitzav like Rabbi Yochanan, well then you know it's a person shooting an arrow. He's going to be chayav for you know these additional four things. But if you say isha mishum mamono, well then it's like your ox scoring, and you're not going to be chayav for those things. That's the difference. Cheva, that was the afchav base of mesech of kama. Of course, I hope you enjoyed today. The big sugya of today was isha mishum chitzav or isha mishum mamono. Um, 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 Rabbi Yochanan says isha mishum chitzav. Uh, we said at the end of the day, Rabbi Yochanan Oichit agrees uh, that you know even though he says Isha Mishum Chitzav, that's in addition to Isha Mishum Mamono, and the Nafkamina between Isha Mishum Chitzav and Isha Mishum Mamono is Chayv um, Ba'Bad Varm. Peace out.